On today's episode of the Nifty Nick Show, I'm excited to have on the first return guest, Nick Newper. Nick has been making money flipping NFTs since earlier this year with Nifty Gateway, and I thought it'd be useful to bring him back on to discuss his current speculative investments, including becoming the largest holder of digital pickles. The show's all about learning from those with skin in the game in the world of NFTs, and as usual, today's guest is no exception, so let's get started. If you're looking for some crypto, you just found the right spot. We wrap it up, one of a kind, NFT straight to the top. Now don't go trading based on comments, we provide in this show. It's not investment advice, but our picks do tend to blow up. Like a rocket, they say. Many people have compared it to people's every day. So if you're trying to figure out what's going on in this space, please do not worry, your boy Nifty Nick is hot on the case. Yeah. All right, so we're here with uh, Nick Newper, or Sophisticated Art Speculator. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Nick. Happy to be here. So uh, a lot has changed since we last chatted, and uh, I think maybe what would be useful is to bring people up to date. We had you on. You were one of the actually early guests of the show. I think the seventh. Yeah, and so... Uh, Basically, at that time, you were flipping NFTs on Nifty Gateway. Uh, you also had some conspiracy theories about um, Mad Dog Jones. There was a couple of other things going on. But you were yeah. kind of beginning to make a living to a certain degree off of flipping uh, NFTs on Nifty Gateway. So so what maybe it would be useful is to sort of like and, you know, discuss what happened there before we jump into where we're at today. Yeah, most definitely. So I actually uh, rewatched the um, our, our interview, and it's funny because it feels like a, a a lifetime ago, but it was only like you know two or three months ago. So at the time, I I had pulled my principal out on Nifty Gateway, but still had a a, a considerable position there. And it's funny because about two weeks after the podcast, the prices on Nifty Gateway just start plummeting, and I can just. I can just smell it in the air. And it and it's weird because like when everyone's in a community together, you know, like you don't want to be the person that like, you know, smells the gas leak in the house like during the middle of the party, you know, like you don't want to be that guy to to ruin it everything. But like I smelled the gas leak. And so I think I, you know, when I was on the podcast, I said I was up a huge stack. I ended up losing about half of the stack, um, but still got out with a with a healthy amount of profit. Um and and now, if I had held the the pieces that I sold until now, I would have made pretty much nothing. So it definitely was a good idea to get out, and it was such a good just experience and lesson that I think I can continue to apply that same formula to all of the NFT bull runs, and and we're in one right now. So basically sold completely out of nifty gateway and then other than that i i got into me bits for a while made some good flips there same thing there got out before the prices crashed there like a week or two after drop um and then i really i really took it easy i didn't do anything too crazy i didn't listen to you saying get in board ape club uh board ape yacht club didn't listen to you when the prices are stupid cheap eventually i see the light uh like may 31st when it just that weekend where the apes just exploded and I'm like, okay, like this is for real. And so I bought like eight or 10 of them over the weekend. And that was really the start of what I consider like this NFT avatar bull run. And so since then I've just been flipping every project under the sun, gutter cats, wicked craniums, 
you know, I've had some misses. Misfits was a was a was a disaster, but overall the last like, you know, 30 35 days have been an insane bull run that reminds me a lot of the nifty gateway experience that I had. So I'm taking some lessons from there, applying it here. Um, you know, trying to make sure I walk out with a healthy amount of profit. Bought a crypto punk with the gains over this past month. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be alive. It definitely is. Uh, I want to talk real quick, or I just want to comment on what you were mentioning about the Nifty Gateway. I've spoken with some collectors, and basically, there's a lot of people holding the bag on that uh, on oh, yeah. those art pieces. And uh, the, the general vibe is not one that I can say is like incredibly positive. There's a lot of people that are just like, yeah, I was talking with my wife, and uh, we looked at the portfolio, and uh, it's 95% down at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so A lot of people are trying to say, like, I'm, I'm in it for the art, not the money. And I'm like, well, it makes sense to say that when there's no money left. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, you have to just be in for the art at that point. Uh, Top Shot Fund was on, uh, I think I published him uh, recently, or last week, and he said something similar. He was like, yeah, you know, I bought some Nifty Gateway work on a credit card, and I've really come to appreciate art at this point. And I was like... Art, <laughs> art at a 29% APR. Negative, maybe. Yeah. So, oh. um, um, sorry, well, negative earnings, but yes, at that, uh, yeah. If I, I'm assuming he paid it off right away. At least I'm, I, I, would, I would hope. Um, so, okay, so... You went through, you got out of Nifty Gateway, you started getting into the avatar space. I'm curious, yeah. before we jump into some of these avatar projects, and we can discuss uh, all of them, there's a couple that you're deeply invested in and involved with that I want to discuss, but uh, what did you, like, at, uh, in terms of transitioning into this, are you working your other job anymore, like, with uh, with your ad agency? Yeah, I am. So, uh, I, I've been grinding that. Luckily, I have two great partners there who have been running the show for the majority of our clients and I'm still managing my core clients, but I'm not going to lie to you for the past three weeks, I've been 16 hour days every day, including the weekends grinding this. I've had to bribe my fiance um, with stupid amounts of gifts in order to not get pre-divorced. I keep telling her that I'll, I'll be the only person to have gotten a pre-divorce where we don't even make it to the wedding and she's already getting the divorce papers ready. Just kidding, of course. But like literally, because I know that from Nifty Gateway, there's like a three-week window where there's a lot of money to be made and then it goes away and then you can, you know, take breaks and have breaks and um, and then, of course, I got involved in some projects so that added some time. But I've never really gotten where people are like, oh, I can work 16-hour days. Like, my whole business career, I've never understood that because I, I think that I've never done something that, like, felt like a game. You know what I mean? But, like, for this, I'm like, I, I wake up, get a coffee, start grinding, go to bed a happy man. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's an exciting space to be playing in. It feels a lot different than trading uh, stocks or, well, uh, stocks are exciting. There's more fundamentals there where you can actually come up with a thesis trading a cryptocurrency. There is no fundamental thesis there. You're just what you're just tracking charts essentially. Uh, so yeah. it's technicals. NFTs has a little bit of, uh, 
reading tea leaves, like mixed with Seriously. actual technical stuff, mixed with. I mean, and- it's sort of like like maybe like being like a real estate investor, or like flipping houses or something like that. There's an element of science, and then there's just like an element of like feel and pulse, right? Like I've never flipped houses, but I'm sure part of it's like, oh, hey, this neighborhood looks like it's up and coming. There's like some cool restaurants coming around. If we get a good deal, we can flip with this huge profit. Versus like you know stocks and crypto. There's some people that are just. I can't compete with Alameda or whatever that guy's name is. Like that guy's like 350 IQ. I'm coming in at like 87 and a half. You know what I mean? Like I can't compete with that guy. But can I like, you know, vibe out uh, an NFT project in the community and get in early? You know, I, I think I can. I, I feel good at this game. I think my skill set lines up well. So, OK, so let's dive into some of them. So you were flipping. Uh, you flipped me bits. You flipped board Ape some. Uh, what are you? Uh, so. I want to start the one that stands out, obviously, is pickled out here because this seems like the most ridiculous play uh, I, yes. I want to discuss. Like I saw those pickles before they were like minting and I was like, this actually seems so ludicrous that it may actually work here. That was and, my and, thoughts. <laughs> and so I was like, I should be minting these. And I told uh, Megan, my my now fiance as well. And I was like, yo, um, Thinking about getting some of these pickles, <laughs> and, uh, I I didn't, but you you ended up going like all in. So like, what 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 happened? Well, it's first of all, it's one of the funniest things in the world because I'm in this uh, this like NFT chat with a lot of you know smart and funny people in there, and we do a lot of projects together. And they mentioned the pickles, and and someone literally screenshotted my series of messages over. 20 minutes and I in a in a no joke in 20 minutes I went from this is the stupidest thing ever y'all should be investing in real products to I'm all in in a 20 minute in a 20 minute span and so I was just buying these pickles buying these pickles and I'm like they're so cheap I'm like 0.01 like they could go to 0.05 which is still cheap and it's a 5x you know what I mean and just like you said I was like this is such a meme this is almost like a dogecoin thing like it could just work on meme fundamentals so I'm buying, I'm buying, I'm buying. And then like Dingling apes in and he like buys 300. And so for me, I thought this is going to be probably the one opportunity where I can beat out Dingling and own the most of any NFT project because it's so cheap. So I ended up buying like 360, which is only 3.6 Ethereum. I mean, it's not chump change, but it's not like I, it's not like what pranks he did with the apes. You know what I mean? Um, And if I was smart, I would have been like, hey, Let's just sell these pickles and make a lot of money. At one point in time, they 15x before pre-reveal. I decided to go a different route and create the pickle DAO and try to become the pickle pranksy. And so, I I hired an army of memers, and these are some of the best memes I've seen in the NFT space. And I just paid people in pickles. So someone would come up with a good meme, I would just pay him a pickle. For me, that cost me like 25 bucks. For them, it was a 15x at the time. They were getting like 300, 400 bucks to make memes. We just had these this army of memers with these like pickle memes. Like we literally from Dragon Ball Z, we have a, a piccolo as a pickle. And he's floating in the air. Whoever did it's a genius. And like, it's my number one most like tweet of all time. It says, our rise to power is inevitable. And it's just this pickle. So I... I at, basically, I had 360 pickles at one point in time. I could have sold them and made like 130 grand profit. But then what I realized was if I dump the pickles, I'll lose my reputation. 
of being like someone that like believes in something or apes into something. So I'm like, I can't do that. It's like my reputation in the NFT community is worth, worth way more than that. So then I started taking Game of Thrones memes. Like, you know, when when they're like about to lose Minas Tirith and they're like, you know, ride out with me. And so like before the reveal, you know, I got all these like, you know, charging into the battle memes. Like, you know, I'm with you to the end, everyone. And sure enough, like it just it, I'm, it, it craters, it plummets. It goes from 0.15 to like it bottoms out at 0.02. I'm just sitting there, you know, just with like some shell shock, like look in my eyes. But at the end of the day, I was in it for the meme. So I didn't feel good about selling it pre-reveal. And now actually they've bounced back a little bit. So I've been getting offers on my pickles. I'm down now to like 260. So I've, I've made almost all of my money back in, or like, maybe 50 60 percent but still own half but it was such a fun journey met so many people we had i hope everyone had fun doing it it was just such a good time and then actually some cool, cool things happened like we raised like i think two and a half grand for fighting hunger i literally sold a jar of pickles on OpenSea for two and a half grand and then we donated it in the person that bought it we donated it in their name to like fighting hunger so i mean there was some good that come out of it there was a lot of fun to come out of it but it was it was one heck of an experience I mean, it was great for branding. I feel like you now have a persona that exists around the NFT art speculator, essentially. I saw someone who like copied your name and called, like there's been a few people that are not like, that are following oh, yeah. your, your path uh, into this ecosystem. It's pretty incredible to observe. Um, and I, I got a scammer on OpenSea under my name trying to sell fake gutter cat. So I guess I've, I've made it in some regard. There we go. So yeah, uh, so... I'm curious, I want to jump into, there's another project you're involved with, but with the Pickle DAO, like what's, like what's the goal of that today? Where are you at? Like, are you sort of saying like, this is the, at like the end of this run and I'm focusing on other stuff or what? Yeah, for the Pickle DAO in like specifically, um, I just have too many other projects going on to like, like smartly invest like 20 hours a week into like a Pickle DAO or, or, or whatever. So I own a considerable amount of pickles. I'm still giving away pickles for for people to do pickle memes and to help grow the community so if you have a great idea if you want to do someone hit me up about wanting to do like a viral social media campaign where people had to do pickleback shots for a chance to win a pickle if you have good ideas like that hit me up i'd love to fund it and support it um yeah but for me i think like pickles have already you know it, it's now up to the pickle community to to you know take it here i think i did a good job of of getting us hyped up and, you know, getting the, the train rolling. I mean, I literally have a, a, crypt, a guy that owns a CryptoPunk. He DMs me every day offering me deals on my rare pickles. Like there's people that are like really bullish on this project in, 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 a, in a funny way. So I think for me, I plan on holding at least 200 of them for a couple of months, months because, uh, you know, just the meme potential, it, it could, you know, continue to grow. The approach of that guy DMing you every day makes a ton of sense, though, because so uh, I had Maddie, uh, Maddie DCL on the podcast. I haven't published it yet, but uh, something oh, I some, love that guy. Something which he was mentioning is he was talking about the land, uh, the land trading back in the day, and how basically this was pre OpenSea having like a way to trade. So there was literally oh, yeah. just the Discord, and the reputation of the people in that Discord was how you knew. Hey, this person is good to trade, safe to land trade with. with. And yep. so, uh, but what happened was he was saying some of these people, he'd go and reach out to them and say, Hey, I want to buy your land. And they'd say, uh, I'm not selling it at that price. But lo and behold, you know, six months later, 
that person co- would come around. There were apparently a ton of Chinese investors that were like buying up Decentraland land. And he was like reaching out to all of them and saying, look, uh, I want to buy it at this price. Six, 12 months later, he was able to buy at that price. So the inverse in this case, you happen to be the landholder in this case or the pickle holder. Uh, and that person DMing you is probably, you know, at some point going to end up with a rare pickle at the right price, you know, a, a few months from now or whenever, you know, however this, uh, however this goes, that goes down. We're an inclusive community yeah. in, in, in the pickle down. You know, we, we, you know, sometimes I get people a deal on a pickle. I'm like, welcome to the club, man. <laughs> there you go. Have a pickle. Have a pickle. <laughs> so, um, okay. So I want to discuss one of the other projects, but before, before we do, I want to discuss some of your flipping activity. What have yeah. been some of the like best gains that you've had so far uh what have been the best gains and then the worst losses like in terms of like project wise uh today yeah so um right out the gate was board ape i bought like eight to ten of them and i flipped most of them for an average of like one one to one and a half ethereum each so like made a really healthy profit on that i mean and some of those sales came over the course of a a couple of weeks, but uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, like getting in, I was buying when it was, the floor was like 0. 0.65 to to 0. 0.85. That, that was the so se- that, that was the second phase. Yeah, that was the second time to yeah. buy in, basically. Oh yeah, it, like I just saw it. Like volume, like secondary volume, just doesn't lie. When I, the amount of sale, like there were sales going like every other minute, and I was like, I got to get in. It was such an adrenaline rush, but that to me marked like, okay, this is the beginning of the NFT bull run. And so I said, from there on out, I'm going to throw at least like two to three Ethereum at every project that looks halfway decent until I get burned. And then when I get burned, then I know that like, you know, need to start to, to pull back a little bit. So um, I did Bonsai after that. I made a little bit of money on Bonsai. I, I kind of fell in love with Bonsais, which is great, you know, and I still hold a lot of them. But if you're trying to make a lot of money, rule number one of a bull run, never fall in love. I fell in love with two things, bonsais and pickles. And you see what happened, um, you know. Uh, but after bonsais was gutter cats. And I went hard in on gutter cats. I think I put like, like I had 30 cats or something like that. Had some huge sales on rare ones. So that was a big score for me. Um, made Made some considerable money on that. And then Super Yetis was next. So Super Yetis, I bought a bunch because the, the the sellout was so good. But then I sold like 90% of them pre-sale because just I was getting weird vibes. Like their team was just like, hey, we're throwing together some new art. And it was just so uh, it was like actually impressively ugly. Like I'm not even trying to like diss on the team, but just like that like i just could tell i'm just like this is not gonna make it like like if you're like uh, you're on a you're four days from launch and you're throwing together like a jester hat and like a crown mock-up and like you think that's like gonna make or break the project so i had some cold feet and i was very public about having cold feet so it's not like i dumped on people um but sold out most of that so i made like a 2x there then went into wicked craniums that was a big guap for me so at this point um I hadn't lost yet. I hadn't swung and and missed yet. Um, but then, like, the flood started to come in on a lot of these projects. Misfits, I lost, like, two Ethereum. That was just a womp. That was a um, bad one. I, I got, yeah, I, that was I, a bad one. I bought two because I saw someone in a Discord and immediately sold it a loss because I was like, this is going nowhere. And fortunately— Oh, uh, but what about, like, the PR disaster with, like, the, oh, the image of, like, the, 
like duct tape in and like you know beating <laughs> eyes. I'm just like, God, God, hey, can I just say something? Don't put duct tape. Anything to do with a human with a human avatar NFT project, just avoid duct tape. Avoid bruised eyes. <laughs> like that, that that should be codified now. Like if you avoid those two things, you, you will have a lot better chance of making it. So I took a loss on that. Um, Pickle Dow is still in my book a pretty big gain. But then, as I told you before this call, I got greedy on the penis-shaped uh, avatar projects. I went in on Boring Bananas, 3.6 Ethereum. That's going to be a negative 3 Ethereum loss there. So once I started taking losses, that was once again my signal. I was like, I'm going to ape into everything till I start taking some losses. And then when I start taking some losses, I'm going to de-risk. So I've been in a de-risking phase for the past uh, seven days. I've sold a lot of my avatars or NFTs that I don't really absolutely love. And last night, I just rolled a lot of that into a CryptoPunk, um, which I consider a, a very nice store of value in in the NFT space. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, now I'm kind of like, when I looked at uh, Nifty Gateway, it was like a 40 to 45 day bull run, right? So if you set the timer on um, Board Ape Yacht Club, May 31st, we're at like 35, 36 days, right? So... Now I've been de-risking. I got the CryptoPunk, nice store of value. Still holding on to a couple NFTs that I really love. So like my my uh, my ape, that's like the smoking pipe. That was my avatar for a while. Like that's that's gonna be a you know a, a long-term hold. But definitely pumping the brakes a little bit now because there's only so many you know avatar Ponzi pump and dump that can come out before people you know it's all funny money did you see the same people slushing the same money around in every project like i the music's got to stop eventually there's i completely agree like there's only so much time that we can trade to each other and like everyone's like we're, we're all silent like i see less the early people i see them active but silent and like everyone's trying to play their same their same playbook and we're each getting smarter on each like run exactly but on the same time you're seeing the time of liquidity decrease on on a lot of these different projects they they yep. are looking completely like pump and dumps at this point oh, like yeah. the communities are dead like there's uh, it, and when you start to hear like this time is different, that's a good time to get out. You know what I mean? So I, I started seeing some tweets like in the future, every single person in the world will need at least one avatar. And I'm like, sell everything, <laughs> like clicking the buttons. Cause you know, like here, here's a, here's a great counter argument. You know what? Someone could actually just use a picture of themselves for free as their avatar or, <laughs> They could hire an artist and pay them like twenty-two bucks to make an avatar instead of six thousand dollars. Like those things are also possible. Which is where I'm shifting a lot of my attention to saying, like, look, what I'm buying into is artists at this point that I think are gonna sustain. And I'm not putting a lot of money into them. Like I'm I'm just saying like the, the avatars are fun. I'll trade maybe a couple more of those, but like it's it's near there's a project that I'm helping, but uh, I think that, you know, it, it's it's limited in, in that regard. I don't know if you remember the million dollar homepage days or if you were active at that at that point. But basically, uh, do you know what million dollar homepage was where you could like buy a pixel on? Yeah, it you could buy pixels. Yep. And so the, that first guy did it and it was like, holy cow, Bonkers. this is incredible. And everyone yeah. made a copycat. I made a copycat. I made a few thousand dollars on that copycat. But like that market was a very, very short market. 
And to, to date, yeah, the Million Dollar Homepage still exists as a website, but that guy, like, got a job at an agency, like, doing, like, he, I mean, he, he, he wasn't, like, yeah. running some empire at that point. He, he, uh, he yeah. <laughs> and you see the same thing with Nifty Gateway. Like, as soon as, like, when Nifty Gateway was at the peak, it went, they went from, like, having, like, you know, three or four drops a week to seven, one drop a day. Then they were doing like three drops a day, seven days a week. And I'm seeing the same thing with the avatar project. It went from like one big project you wanted a week to then three a week to now there's like three different projects fighting for the same day slot and they're coordinating with each other to like queue them up. And so you're just like, you know, how much longer can this last? So for me, but I still think the NFT space, like, when you see what Twitter did recently, what Reddit did recently, corporations are showing up. Jay-Z bought a CryptoPunk. Like the NFT space as a whole, I think it's going to explode. But it's like art, big bubble pop. I think the avatar space, big bubble pop. I think Board Ape, Board Ape Yacht Club, CryptoPunks will stand the test of time. Everything else, one can maybe win out his third place. Everything else is going to like minus 90%. And so what's the next sector rotation? I think it's going to be like utility. Um, slash gaming and if you see what's happening right now with axie infinity yeah absolutely exploding it kind of lends credits to that thesis that like okay now the next rotation is games utility functionality what's going to be interesting in the gaming space and that's one that i'm definitely looking at as well it's the distinction though between trading sandbox so i've had sandbox on crypto voxels uh, i'm I'll, I'll eventually have i'll have decentraland and somium space yeah. i had some investors in this space that are buying land an entire fund based here in uh, new york city and i've been uh, I, i'm really big on the metaverse as a whole but i also simultaneously think like Yo, Roblox is like a massive business that has- $60 billion company. Yeah. It has all of this. And and they have the infrastructure set up and the development team. And so I'm like, where are those NFTs going to exist? And like, am I would I bet my entire portfolio on small development teams today? I don't know. Like this seems like, I feel like what we're just seeing is, is we're going to see the mainstreamification, whatever you want to call that, of essentially NFTs. And those are, you saw it with Twitter, you saw it with Reddit. Those are going to become integrated into these products. And so it's it's just going to become a natural, a medium of exchanging value. And so yep. when that happens, like we're in such a unique time at this moment with, uh, with this small community. But I don't know. So what are you thinking when you're seeing this next space? Are you think like, are you making trades with Axie Infinity or what? No, so I haven't hopped on Axie Infinity, but I am going to do some research. I'm definitely very interested in it. I mean, another game that's exploding that I do have some experience with is Zed Run, you know, the horse racing stuff. And I mean, they're they're doing fantastic. They're growing like hotcakes. I ran across a guy that said he's made 40 Ethereum a month trading horses for the past three or four months. And that was an eye-opener for me. He he uh, bought a gutter cat for me. And I was like, oh, wow, like there's a lot of money over there. So, I mean, this ecosystem is so much bigger than sometimes like we find ourselves in, in our little bubbles, but I completely agree with you. I think that the AAA companies are going to dominate a lot of the industry, but I also look at like steam and the indie developers on steam and just how many different projects were successful. I think we can see a, a similar thing in like the utility gaming space um, with like NFTs. So um, of course I'm involved with like hello anon, which is like a, like a scrabble puzzle based game where you can win NFT prizes. Um, which is, I think, ahead of its time and really cool with the utility. I'm also uh, talking with this team, uh, Crypto Raiders, and it's a very interesting project, but basically you buy these base characters 
just these base naked models and then they're launching their first like dungeon in two or three weeks and they're saying that it's like zed run meets world of warcraft so basically you're gonna like send your character into like a simulated dungeon raid you're gonna watch it like fight the boss and if they kill the boss then like loot drops and you actually gear up your character with this loot um but there's also a chance of death right so there's gonna be this wild you know mechanic we're like yeah you could send in this geared out person and they die right so like the base characters are like selling right now but then you could see in the future if it becomes like the zed run of like dungeon raiding that you know there'll be these decked out characters that some guy will come in or girl will come in and pay three ethereum just to like be able to raid with their friends so it's stuff like that that like is getting me excited about the space because i can see like i played world of warcraft for years and i actually sold a decked out World of Warcraft character for like 500 bucks on eBay when I was like 15 years old. So like there was already value associated with these things way back in the day. It just wasn't like built on an easy to trade ecosystem. Now there is that easy to trade ecosystem. Like I think there's going to be an explosion. Man, I love the analogy that you have for Steam. That's such a great one there. Uh, Zed Run, I, I haven't managed to buy a horse yet. I have mi- All the drops I have been like a complete disaster for They've me. They've been disasters, but, and they're still successful. It's funny. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> um, but I might buy one on OpenSea just to get... That is on my list of projects that I'm like, yeah, I think these will stand, uh, will be around for a while. Uh, there's a. Have you seen the chicken one that's, uh, that's uh, basically Zed Run for cartoon chickens? No. Do, and they, do they like run with each other? Like they, they run, they run down a track, and then also, you, uh, based on the ones that you meant, some of them have superpowers. So some of them will like fire a missile at the speed other one. Speed boost or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I was supposed to be like Mario racing in it, a sense yeah, too. Like yes. shoot a missile. That's really cool. So I'm, I'm like, oh yes, I'm all in on this. Like this is, this makes a ton of sense. I'm, I'm down to uh, buy some chickens. So. I'm in. Dude, let's race them. <laughs> It's it's ridiculous, but that team is like they've been. It's months in the making, and I'm like, that's the type of thing you want to see. Like you're basically investing in. You're entre- a seed investor. Yeah, you're a seed yeah. investor and entrepreneurs slash creators who are making. Uh, we went from investing in technology startups to investing in in game uh, companies. Yeah, game companies yeah. essentially. <laughs> that's that's basically what it is. Um, so I'm actually curious. So what what was your uh, inv- you've been really hands on. Uh, with this hello anon like yeah what's like do you want to discuss that a little bit more yeah so um one of the one of my old buddies in in a crypto group that i've been with in a while he's he kind of saw that i had been um you know growing my my following and influence in the nft space and he he hit me up one day and he's like hey we're working on this this really cool project we want to get your like feedback on it and and uh, him and his team shared the hello anon idea for me and i remember i got kind of like shivers up my spine because i was like wow because this was like when they first showed it to me this was like july 14th maybe it was in the heat of the nft bull run you mean june in my head i'm uh june yeah and i'm like this is this is cool this is like something that's going to be different and fresh and that like people are really going to get a kick out of so they roped me in to help market and promote and like community build for hello anon and it's been such an awesome experience just to see how the the meat is made on the back ends like how a community can kind of grow and 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 form around an idea so it's been absolutely an amazing experience like working with them and it's it's been very successful i think that we've done like over 500 ethereum in sales we've given away really good um 
prizes like four board apes there was a crypto punk riddle today although we made it so hard that no one got it right so next weekend oh, we're gonna make it much it? easier what you described the puzzle a as... world war ii enigma puzzle <laughs> like 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 if you would crack this i'm pretty sure like the cia would show up to your door and like hire you the next day like we need you on the front lines of cryptography <laughs> i'm actually concerned the board ape has hired like a puzzle team i'm not sure if you've been following that like they're getting no. re- they're getting ready to release I, it's like a five ETH prize puzzle basically Fun. Um, and and so like they've they hired a puzzle team and I'm like is this an escape room team or is this yeah. like the style that you're describing where like there's no way in hell m- m- me and my fiance uh, love escape rooms and uh, actually proposed in one and we did oh, that's uh, awesome. we did um uh, what I was thinking is or I was like yeah, we're going to love solving this puzzle. And she was like, or it's going to be like impossibly difficult for us to solve and we're going to hate yes. it. Like, so yeah. yes. And that's, that's one of the balances that we've had to learn with hello anon. Cause I think we've done at least 20 riddles to date. And there's a very, very, very delicate balance between like a riddle that's too easy and a riddle that's like stupid hard. And then also the amount of time that you give people to answer the riddle. Right. So, I mean, We've had some where people are like, oh, man, this is so easy. Like, I know the answer in like a minute, you know, and then the other side of the spectrum, like, you know, people are like, I'm, I'm not going to spend 12 hours of my life, like, <laughs> trying to discover it. But we've done some cool different experiences or experiments. So, like, we've done some traditional riddles and we've also done some, like, scavenger hunts. So, like, one that I really loved is that um, in the Matrix, when um, uh, when he's getting interrogated, by Mr. Andrews or whatever his name is in the very beginning, um, when Neo's getting interrogated, they like slide him his passport when they're like, we have our dossier on him. And the expiration date on the password uh, passport is September 11th, 2001. And this movie was made in 1997, which is like, right. So what we said was, is like, what was the date on the document that like Mr. Andrew showed Neo in the interrogation and people had to like go to YouTube and like, you know, find the scene and then like enhance, enhance and like flip it. Cause it was upside down. And that was really fun to me. Cause I actually kind of stink at riddles. So like that kind of scavenger hunt experience was really fun for me. So it's been awesome just to figure out, you know, what people like, what people want to do, what kind of prizes people like. So we did like a bonsai day where like, if you got a correct answer, you had a high chance of winning. We've done really rare prizes, not so rare prizes, but the community that we've built, like people really like it and really enjoy it. Um, And it's a little bit more of like a whales game. You know what I mean? Like, like Scrabble, you need maybe at least 10, 15, 20 tiles to have a good shot at having fun. But people like are really enjoying it. Um, They're, they're liking it's refreshing uh, uh change of pace from the avatar projects dude after i saw i was in the discord or uh, you mentioned the project and i looked and i was like the amount of eth required for me to solve this i was like uh yeah this is a bit rich for my blood <laughs> like and, and yeah and so like the team that uh, is behind it you know at first was like a little bummed out that like we didn't sell out right away first of all the day we launched was when ethereum did that started that wicked crash from like 2200 down to 1700 and gas went to like 160 way that day literally like if you looked at a like average gas chart for like the last 45 days we picked like the one worst day to like launch so like that like slowed the launch a little bit out of the gates but we still sold over 50 60 percent of the tiles um over 500 eth and i was just you know explaining to the team i was like you know what like 
anyone can kind of just buy one or two avatars in a project. It's a lot more accessible for someone to play Hello Anon. They have to be willing to invest probably a couple of Ethereums. So we have less of an addressable market. And also like innovative ideas take a little bit of time for people to fully understand. It's easy to understand, evaluate another avatar project when you've seen 10. When something completely new comes across, it takes a little time for people to adjust. Look at Punk's comics by Beanie. Right, his that didn't sell out right away, but now they've completely sold out. And I think that they've like three x in price. If you look at what Gary V did with V Friends with the Dutch auction, I mean that went down. That was a huge miss for me. Like when do when when should you never double negative never not bet on Gary V? Right, you should always Dude, bet on Gary. I had v. him on my show, and he was like, he was like, you haven't bought one yet. He was like, please tell me you bought one. I was like, no, I didn't buy. And then I, he was like, I'm going to be laughing at you a couple of years from now. Little did I know that it was going to be a couple of weeks. A couple months. Like, yeah, or like, weeks. Like, exactly. It, it went Because they went seven X or something. Dude, I, I, you could have bought it one ETH and the floor was four. So, and, and basically you could have probably sold it like five or six or something like that. So yeah, the, it was, that was for the most basic uh, the base most basic one and now I'm like yeah, I've seen some go for 30 ethereum 40 ethereum for the rares and, and it's so annoying because now I'm like I I want one of these in my nft portfolio I want that I want a punks I want what some of these other things yep. and I saw them and didn't buy and that that process has played out over and over and over again and I'm just like I can't afford to buy now all of the things that I've like yeah, uh, primo price. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I um, know it, it. It. I think that's a challenge that like ninety percent of us deal with. Dude, I. I one line. Uh, in terms of Hello Anon, there's a couple things that you mentioned there. You know, well, one thing that it stands out to me is it feels like what you're describing is this is the baccarat table. Like this is where you go in the casino. Yep. This is the high high ball or whatever you call it, high rollers uh, sub subset of the casino. And that actually has a unique uh, aspect to it where I could see a lot of people being interested in participating in that discord because you're able to attract the people that can uh, play. And now now they have you have a community that you've built out of that. Yeah. And, and the, the team behind it um, is, is Strawberry Hills. They're also the people behind Scene House. Uh, mm. They were in the news recently because they did that uh, Ukrainian apartment yeah. like that was like auctioned off for like crypto. Um, so they're a very ex well experienced team and they're like brilliant. And what they've actually decided to do is make like Hello Anon almost like sort of like what Gary Vee is doing, where like that's like the base layer buy in. And then they're launching these additional projects, but they all kind of flow back to Hello Anon in a certain way. So they're launching this product called Baddies Royal Rum Rumble. It's launching this week. It's an avatar project. It's really cool. It's like luchador style wrestlers. And like the art is really well done. I was telling them, I'm like, after Misfits, y'all are going to be hailed as like the first people this bull run to do like an actual good human avatar NFT project. Um, I personally love the art, even though we're literally talking about like that the space has been flooded with these avatar projects, like I still think this one could do well. They're also adding some utility where you can take your baddie and you can fight another baddie in in like uh in a like a wrestling match, and whoever wins uh gets like uh gets a uh like a medal, like a you know like a wrestling medal on their on their guy. Uh, but what's cool is that's the second layer. So if you minted any anon tile. In the first 50% of sales, you get a free baddie airdrop to you. If you, from here on out, if you buy a 5 or a 10 tile pack, or if you previously bought a 5 or 10 tile pack, you get a percent of the sales of baddies 
airdrop to you. And then on top of that, a percent of the sales to baddies goes to the Anon prize vault to refuel the prize vault to buy more prizes for the Anon community. So you can start to see the genius of this team where they're going to build this ecosystem, but it's all going to connect and pull back into this like core base layer game. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And what you're doing, and I've discussed this with other uh, project owners, creators, whatever you want to call them, is basically get, getting the building your advocate base. Like you're building the yep. people who are going to buy into your future projects and turning them into advocates for you, which is really putting the wind at your uh, the back uh, wind at the back of your sales, whatever the phrase would be here. But essentially, that sounds like a good phrase uh, to me. It, it sounds great. So uh, essentially, you're on a sailboat and you're moving in a positive direction. <laughs> you're, oh, you're booking it, man. <laughs> And you're flying. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, that aspect of it is really, uh, really fascinating uh, and also a great approach. Uh, I, I did not realize that they were associated with Scene House. I'm about to text one of the people there because I that was not, uh, that was not clear to me. Uh, but it's, it's almost like the inside information. If you know that, then you're like, oh, yes, you want to be involved yes. with that because that's straight oh, exactly. up. Like, you like were, these these guys have been they grind they they're building real things they're not here just for a quick cash grab and then like peace out um so yeah for me it's like even if i wasn't involved with the team i'd be betting on them um because just like the the infrastructure and the ecosystem that they're building but being a part of the team i can i can you know shill it even more aggressively well and what's cool is for from a seed investing standpoint you can now be a seed investor for way less money which is like, like that's that's the incredible the average, aspect. The average man or woman used to have to wait until the public markets to get a, touch, a taste of anything. So people have already made the 100x, the 1,000x before you. So, you know, you get in early on baddies or Anon or Bored Apes or CryptoPunks or Crypto Raiders or Axie Infinity. Like, you can make that 100x. You can make those 1,000x. Like, that's possible for average people these days. Um, and so for me, it's like, I mean, I still have my equities, but it's like, I'm barely looking at those because it's so boring. Yeah. Do I want to buy something and like make like 15% a year or do I want to like bet on an incredible new team, the NFT space? And maybe my couple thousand dollar bet goes to zero, but maybe it also goes to a hundred grand, you yeah. know, and I, I'm not going to find that unless I'm like trading yellow options like wall street bets <laughs> which is not fun for me no it's uh, quite frightening every time you uh end up placing those options bets it, there was a moment in time i mean we were in it we were ch uh, going back and forth on twitter last year yeah. when that was uh when that was a thing. only mode <laughs> yeah it was, it was phenomenal even when it was going down i was winning so that was like the yeah. uh I, you can only call the direction correctly so many times in a row though like before you're like yeah uh, this this is this been a good run yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna be on the sidelines. You guys keep playing. <laughs> My uh, knees acting up a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I have one last question that that it would be relevant for this. It, th man, this is such. I'm gonna have to publish this early because this is. There's a time aspect. I think of yeah. this um, episode, uh, which is what would be some of the things or advice in terms of as it applies to community building, you know, one of the major components here, I think of any of these projects nowadays is like growing that discord and getting the community active. Are there any things, I mean, you played a major role. I feel like both with pickle Dow, it sounds like they brought you on uh, for hello anon to assist with some of this. What, what are, what, are there any like uh, key things that you think would be um, valuable for those that are running their own projects? 
Yeah, I mean that's that that's a great question. I mean, I think that you know, there the simplest thing to do is that you have to be, or the simplest way to explain it is you have to be doing two things at the same time. One is growing the community, but then two, like taking care and like building that relationship with the existing community. You know what I mean? So it, it was a grind. I mean, at one point in time, when we were first starting hell and I'd wake up in the morning to 40 discord messages and I would just like take a sip out of my coffee and let out a deep sigh. But then I'd be like, Hey, you know what? These are 40 people that believed in this project. Like, they deserve my time. They deserve a conversation with me, a relationship with me. I should be waking up excited to thank them and talk to them about like supporting us. So like you really have to take care of the early people and, and at the same time, you got to be like growing your community. Um, it, it's incredible how much you can grow just with Twitter. I mean, I come from a paid advertising background. I'm used to companies that have to spend a lot of money a lot of physical hard cash to like get people interested in their products. This space is so new and exciting that if you have a halfway decent idea, you just really have to get it in front of people. So like reach out to people in the community, say, Hey, I want to give you a free one of these. I would love if you could talk about it a little bit. If not, like that's totally cool too, but I'd love to just get this on your radar. And like, here's our discord coming and talk, do, do discord giveaways. You know what I mean? Um, Literally, let's say you have a project and you've you've made 20 ETH like selling it, right? And you got 300 people in the Discord. Go buy something worth one Ethereum or 10 things worth 0.10 Ethereum. And just do a giveaway in your Discord and say, hey, thanks for the support. Like, I just want to give back to you all, right? Like, build those relationships. Find out who the who the the true believers and the like for lack of a better word, like the normal people are. Because one thing that you have to be a little cautious about is that you're going to get people that they're going to come in and they're going to FUD your project and that's fine. But then you're going to get people that just, they're they're trying to stir the waters or chum the water. They're just, they're, you, have to, you have to dodge and move around. So like one thing I've learned to do is like, if someone's FUDing your project, you answer them once, they come back with some stuff, you answer them a second time, then you let the community dictate the conversation and you don't really directly conversate with them, right? Else you can create these huge blowups in your discord. Like people want almost some of these fudders, they want to be the center of attention and they want the conversation to revolve around them. And they almost want to be the gatekeeper to like, like I need to put the stamp of approval on your project. Right. But what you can do that's even worse is ban them. A lot of people are like, ah, let's just get this person out of here. That's even worse of an image. You have to let the fudders fud it out, reply to them once or twice. Then usually your com your community ambassadors, those people that you said that you know have really bought into your project, those people will usually defend you more than you even need to defend yourself. Um, so it it's very interesting, and I'm sort of new at this community building thing, but like organic you know, just hard grinding growth on Twitter, just reaching out to people, getting people to talk about your projects. And that Discord community is is essential because what you don't realize is the people in your Discord community are in 10 others. And if you take care of them and you get them excited, they're in another Discord talking about your project. And when you multiply that by like a factor of 100, that's how you can get, I mean, these, these things going. Like this CryptoPunks project, they literally, I'm, I kid you not, they literally had like, 200 people in their discord and they were just doing discord private sales on OpenSea. they've done 25 ethereum so far wait sorry, literally what is it? 
they were like they were literally just like people would come in and be like asking about the project and be like can i buy some and they were like yeah we'll list you a bundle and you can just private sale buy it on OpenSea. like they they didn't just mint ten thousand right away they, they decided to kind of slowly grow their community and and like slowly mint these out over time what's the project but people would come in and buy uh, crypto raiders the one i was telling oh, you about it. where you like raid like zed run dungeons yeah but they'll have people come in and want to buy 10 and then they just like open c listed for them and these people buy them but these there's memes already about the different characters there's a character in there named tammy there's this old man they have all these memes going but these guys have quietly done 25 ethereum in four days i mean think about it. that's an accomplishment 25 ethereum in a four days without like any big hype without this huge pump and dump mint. So like, and they did it a hundred percent on the community and just getting people excited about it and creating these conversations. So like literally anyone out there that has a cool idea, if your excuse is, well, I don't know how to program smart contracts or, you know, I don't know how to do art, right? This is literally pixel art, you know, like anything that like, those are all just like, if you have a strong idea, and you can get other people to buy into your idea, you can raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in this space and and you can find someone to build you a smart contract if you need it for your project. You can find better artists, but like people have a lot of funny money right now and they're trying to get it from funny money into real, like, you know, smart, sound, long-term investments. And so I'm so excited about the next two or three months. I think the space is just going to explode. Awesome. Yeah, this was really valuable. And those are great tips, uh, I think, for people that are running projects. Um, well, I, I appreciate you taking the time again. We're going to have to do this again. Uh, and I know. Like, uh, we should make it like a monthly thing, you I, know, because the, the space moves so quickly. I, it really does. I, I think that does actually make sense. I'm totally down to do it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where we're at. And some of these projects that you're mentioning today, uh, I mean, it's not, they sound uh, really promising, but I'm sure there will be many more uh, at that point. And, um, you know, your pickles at that point will be growing new pickles and it'll be millions like, of dollars, it, it'll worth <laughs> millions of dollars. Very minimal. I'll be taking meetings in, in Silicon Valley of, of people trying to invest in the pickle now. And, you know, one of my favorite memes from that is that uh, it, one pickle equals one pickle. And what it basically means is you should never price a pickle in Ethereum or U.S. dollars or anything like that. Uh, pickles are a store of value. So one pickle is worth one pickle. There we, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so you just got to get one pickle. That's the goal. Um, That's the goal. So there's only 10,000 and there's 6.7 billion people in this world. So you do the math. What's, what's your uh, Twitter account now? Uh, Art Speculator? Ah, uh, man. Yeah, I'm really bad at... Uh, name branding it is yes yeah, speculator art all right so yeah this was phenomenal and we'll definitely have to do it again thanks for coming on a blast yes that's it for this episode of the nifty nick podcast and if you made it this far make sure to subscribe at the nifty.com thanks again